forever. Dog. When your first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. You stupid little fucks, you nasty little fucks. We're doing this on the internet. Welcome to Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball. I'm Meatball, and, and Big I'm Dipper's Big Dipper. over there. Yeah, I'm here. Um, so a reminder to all those uh, sloppy listeners out there, if you want to call in and leave us a voicemail, our phone number is 213-536-9180. And... Now that we're all at home, all we're doing is reading emails, so you can email us at sloppy I'm not even doing that! At gmail.com. Listen, I want to talk to you about, you were dragging me about how I was bad at the job of doing the podcast because of our episode last week. I never said you were bad at your job. You said I was bad at my job. Well, I was only retaliating because I felt attacked. I just thought, well, we <laughs> told everybody last week, we were like, the episode's going to be a... Uh, an advice episode. An advice episode. And we only answered like three questions, two of them with actual advice. Well, here's and the thing. the rest of it was like when we were interviewing Vivian, I was like, this is great, but this is not an advice episode. Make, this is an inter- this is a regular episode. Right. I didn't want to cut Vivi off. I love talking to Vivi. That was great. I, in my mind, I was like, we'll do a quick little short interview with Vivi. And then she was so fun, I wanted to keep talking to her. And we always, we love her. So, of course, we're just going to keep talking to her. So, it's okay. You don't have to, like, drag me on social media. I just said that you, you lied. I never dragged you. I (laughs) called you a liar. I want to read it. I want to read it out loud. I am, I mean, I, I was just doing my best. We're all doing our best in these uncertain times and you called me old but i am 35 isn't that insane well i feel like i've been inside for 35 years it has been almost 35 you know the worst part about this is i've run out of a very specific makeup that like taco is no i'm good (laughs) on that because amy at sugar pill always keeps me fully stocked on taco no it's the white cream that i use i don't use clown white because it's like shitty but i went online to buy friend what do you mean for his white cream? Ew. And not on my eyes. <laughs> but anyway, all you I did, went I went online. online and it's like normally it's only like $13 for a pot of it. And this stuff is, it, you only, you get less than an ounce. Technically, it's $100 an ounce. Jesus. For this stuff. It's more expensive than my weed, I think. But it, oh no, it's not. Anyway, <laughs> no, it was I'm just like, it's, it's not on, it's like not online anywhere. And on Amazon, it's $25 for like a little tiny pot of it. And I was like, it's non-essential. What do I do? I Technically, to me, it's essential for me to keep making money, but I don't want to waste some Amazon's workers' time putting one or two little pots of makeup I, in a box to mail to me. Okay, I fully agree. And like, I feel like there are so many people who don't even think twice about what you're thinking about. Like, are people are... Is it okay to get food delivered to the house? Technically, I don't think so. We've done it twice now, and now I don't think we're going to do it anymore because I don't want that person to have to be interacting with me. Like, the last time, they just dropped it on my doorstep and rang my doorbell. Right. And, like, we're at the car before I even answered the But door. then I'm getting, like, an alert from Uber Eats that's like, support your local restaurant businesses that need your support and order takeout from them. So you're like, okay, I need to eat. Eating is part of 
like essential survival and I need to help stimulate the economy. But like, I thought we were only supposed to go to the grocery store and stay home. And guess what? Mm-hmm. Strict shit that's going on in California is working out here. Yeah, we are flattening the curve in California, but there's still a lot that we still need to do. And have to, to continue to do. Yeah, exactly. I just but think- so here's my question is if I do order... Mm-hmm. what am i wiping down because i know i've seen these commercials for these like pizza companies where it's like touchless like they're like no human hands touched your pizza and it's been sealed from the time it leaves to you so what am i disinfecting the box before i touch it or am i opening it and taking everything out and then washing my hand no am i opening it washing my hands taking everything out and then eating it yeah i mean i think the idea is that you have to dump all the food out onto like your at home things your plates and whatever and then you have to get rid of the garbage right away and then disinfect i mean it just it, 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 it just I don't it know. makes less sense what i don't is know the right answer maybe we should get ask the mp back on here for an update yes and now we can do a restaurant now we can do a three-way call oh my god yes let's because do, i let's do I real investigative journalism investigative journal let's investigative. get our peabody baby <laughs> it's about time you know who has a peabody fucking amy schumer right doesn't she for stealing jokes <laughs> well i don't even know if she does i just assume that that's something is, that people do i feel like they won or maybe they want a um pulitzer Pulitzer. Now, now, yeah, because a Peabody is for reporting. No, they got a Peabody award. What did she report on? Her third abortion? Remember oh. when all she would do is tell abortion jokes? Yeah. They got a Peabody award for a specific episode. It was like a... Well, good for you, Amy Schumer. Good for you, girl. I think it was a flip on 12 Angry Men. It was like a very... It was like a feminist perspective episode i remember oh i remember watching i used to watch her show religiously me too i thought she was like the funniest we all loved her for like a year she got anne hathaway where she got like shoved down our throat and everyone she they were like she's funny she's fat and she's funny and she's a woman and she's funny and we were all like okay but she's not that funny anymore like jennifer what was who's the other one jennifer love silver linings silver linings playbook yes the one who her. tripped on the uh what? yeah we all loved her and then we were like god can we can you we get it she's cool truly what is that uh, what is her name jennifer jessica jennifer she, 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 she uh, i want i keep wanting to call her j hud but that's jennifer hudson everyone is screaming at the podcast right now hunger games games Actress. Jessica Fletcher. <laughs> I mean, she is such a famous person. Her name is Jennifer Lawrence, and they do call her not J Hud. J La. How stupid is that? J La, J Lo, J Hud, J Ho, okay. Jennifer Holiday, the originator. So I want to talk about. <laughs> I want the originator with a pitch perfect impression by Britta filter on mm. <laughs> me well, now, now i'm just doing... that pitch with a, if that was pitch perfect she's a little shaky <laughs> she's a little pitchy um i want to talk about stuff i've been watching yes i first started watching i have now officially started watching the golden girls which is i didn't realize that you had never seen it before literally i may have said this uh last week but literally it's just like 
I, I would always go and like smile and laugh along at the like drag shows, the Golden Girls Live, and I would mm-hmm. I, I enjoy the comedy. I get a general amount of the references, but I didn't grow up in a household where we watched it, and I have excuse me, never binge watched it or anything. So now I literally started from season one. And I'm just watching it. It's and it's very nice to have on in the background. It's great because the it's stakes- so calming. It's very calm because the stakes are never really truly that high. They're only high for like three minutes out of the 22 yeah. minutes. And they're, like, and then they sit down on the couch and have the conversation and then it's all over. Yeah, they're all but like, the rest what is am just I like really do? good jokes. <laughs> yes. Like a lot and you of can singers. Always, and it's predictable <laughs> right. that you know you're going to giggle and Blanche is going to be a slut. Like it's just a comforting show. Rose is going to tell a story. Dorothy's going to hate Rose. Like it literally, I, I'm now in season two only and it has really fallen fallen into that rhythm and you go like Mm -hmm. ah i understand this is how they wrote that show and then i also watched killing eve which i always thought was available on some cable network that i didn't have but it's on hulu ah wait it didn't used to be on hulu it's now on hulu now like through bbc america or amc have you seen killing Eve? i've seen some episodes of it i'm still confused as to like what it's about like she's a nurse and she's trying to salt like find a murderer but then she finds the murderer and no. then she's like she's not a nurse nurse she, <laughs> she works for like british intelligence I thought she was a nurse. And no, I she said, was a doctor Sandra on Grey's Anatomy. O does another role in a hospital, she no. might as well quit acting. There there are like there are like two scenes that take place in a hospital in season one, but it is not she's not a nurse. But well, okay. you know, me seeing her in scrubs really sticks with me. <laughs> have you also watched Fleabag? I, d- I have watched Fleabag, and that is a fun show because I live my life just as recklessly as she does. Okay, so this is this is it. So Phoebe Waller-Bridge, who wrote and created Fleabag and stars in it, also was, I think, the creator or definitely the writer and executive producer on the first season of Killing Eve. And the things oh. that those shows have in common is that like obviously it's way more extreme when it comes to an assassin on killing eve but though at the heart of those characters those characters are making reckless decisions sort of regardless of other people's feelings exactly they just go like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna do this now i'm gonna do this and like when i binge watch a show like that it takes over my psyche and then i just believe that i can behave in whatever way i want to and those I, two ladies aren't acting that reckless. You could do whatever you want. Just don't kill nobody. Well, <laughs> yes, obviously. Don't, yes, obviously I won't be murdering anyone. But when you watch Fleabag, she's so charming. But the stuff that she does is like, what are you doing? You have no, like, you're not thinking about anyone else. Like, it's it makes me want to, like, go out and, like, be bad and, like, fuck things up and, like, do wrong things in the world. Well, that's good for you. I'm glad that you're really opening your eyes to a more reckless side of life. Do you think I should behave like that? Not like that, but I think you should loosen up a little, baby. Yeah, I think I should. My roommate asked me the other day, he said, do you live in a constant um, like mindset of anxiety? Yes, you do. I think. And, well, and I said, I don't know how to answer that question because I have no... What's the other option <laughs> like i well, only know I, I how just my know brain is that y- you don't you're you're not capable of like relaxing right i have to be like like you want to fill every moment of your day like it's even it's obvious in the way you schedule things because you like 
you know things are going to overlap and like run into each other and yet you still fucking schedule them like one thing to start the minute the other one ends and you still have to drive halfway across town to do it like that's how your brain is just like i can just do it all but it's like there's no time for it yeah i think you maybe it's also because you probably used to smoke a lot of weed and used to like relax too much Yes, and, and now also, you're like, I let so much time go by. Now I'm making up for it while I'm in my mid thirties, fifties. Fifties. I'm thirty five. You inverted the numbers. Oh. Fifty three. Fifty three. I also think let, because uh, I used to smoke so much weed, I would spend all day like stressed out and anxious, and then at night when I would smoke weed, it would even out. And so now that I'm sober, like I don't allow myself to calm down i'm just anxious all day listen this quarantine has really taught me new ways to smoke weed <laughs> not new way like new like how to smoke it timing wise which is oh because you would you would you would end up high when you didn't want to be a lot yeah you'd be like oh no i've gotten too high <laughs> yeah i'll be like i'm too high i don't know what's happening because i would always buy like extremely potent strains of weed but now i'm like okay uh, if I'm going to do my makeup, I know that if I smoke at the beginning of it, I'll be slow. But by the end of it, I'll be done, finished. I'll have like zoned out. But I'll be done in, in an hour and a half and I won't be high anymore. And it doesn't ruin the rest of my day. It gives me something to do. Are you high right now? No. But oh, I was no. earlier. Uh, <laughs> currently, I'm working on my own sourdough starters because I'm bored. Oh, are you and I got make two of these little baddies going. Kombucha mothers as well. No, I tried doing that when I lived in, uh, at my last apartment or two apartments before, or maybe three before that. You know, they were all running together. <laughs> and um, it got like, infe- it got infected or moldy in a way that you can't like save it. Because it just sits out. It's just a literal circle of mold and like stuff that just sits out open in, in the air. And if you have a fly that lands on it or does something, there's new germs on it, and then it'll, that whole thing is dead. That's why I don't understand why I people try to do that sh- shit at home. Never been into the kombucha, but the the starter's fun. It's just flour and water, and it sits there, and then you have to like feed it, and it gets all big, and then it deflates, and then you're like, oh my little baby's hungry again, and then you feed it again. <laughs> did you? And it wa- smells like beer. Did you watch the Wicked Files? I sent you. There's no, not yet. You know, ever <laughs> since I've all you've been wanting he, is the all I wanted was wicked. these fucking wicked things. I finally have like a full run of show, and it's I think it's a Broadway touring cast. I think it's I the love Broadway it. show, but it's not Idina Menzel, and it's no, not, it's not, not the it's not. Which is I don't know. That's I kind of want to see that. Yeah. Though Only I will because say, those are the voices of the singer. Like that's how I learned it was with their voices. So it's weird because everyone to me feels like they're doing an impression of those voices instead of like, oh, that's an actor taking on a role. Well, speaking of doing an impression of those voices, you did this wicked number. I I regret experimenting with green screen for the first time doing that. Like I didn't know if the green screen was going to work. Until I started. But you did the whole thing seated, which I guess is your favorite kind of drag, huh? Baby, baby. <laughs> well, today, oh, unfortunately today. So the day that this episode comes out, this Friday, I am in Bitch Pudding's digital drag show. Sickening. I, um, and I'm going to be doing a number that I'm filming literally today. But I'm going to be outside like roller skating in my neighborhood. So this is going to be the first time that my neighbors are going to see 
me in full drag. Are you going to go and... over to the house, ring the doorbell? No, but Nicole Byer said she was going to swing by and say hi. Oh. So that should be cute. I I am going to skate up to the top of the street. I don't know. It's just so embarrassing. Like Yes, agree. It's just so embarrassing. You it's like I have to do it, but it's like also I, I my neighbors, I don't care that I'm a drag queen, but it's just like there's kids and one of my neighbors likes to work in his garage all the time, so I'm going to be like skating in circles while he, right in front of him. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. Just let him know. How you're... do you do that? Like when you have to strip in public places, do you feel any shame or is that part of your brain gone and just full of anxiety? No, it's I'm lucky because basically the first thing I ever did was make a music video. So then every time I got booked, I was being asked to bring what I bring. So there have been very, very few occasions in which I have sort of gotten up in front of a crowd that has no idea what I'm doing or who I am and, Mm -hmm. and had to sort of be like, Hey, like this is what I do. And oftentimes those crowds are like pride crowds where there's like 10,000 people and the booking agent booked me. But like those people have no idea who I am. They're there for like marshmallow head, the DJ or whatever, which literally was marshmallow head. Do you know who that person oh, is? Oh, no. I just thought you made that up. No. There's like this this guy who's a DJ who wears a, a helmet that's like a marshmallow. and has. Well, Dead Mouse did that first. And he's literally so famous, this dude. And he headlined DC Pride. And I played. And like Nina West played. And Todrick played. So like people know who Todrick is. Know who Nina is. Know who this like marshmallow dude is. No uh, one knew who I was. Dipper. So I had to like win them over. But when you're on that big of a stage you feel empowered because you're like, yes. well, I got booked to do this, so I might as well do what I do best. But if if I had to do like an open mic night or like literally go like perform at a farmer's market, I would feel mortified and I wouldn't do it because it's not it's not for me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I've been doing this long enough. That just reminded me of when we shot that music video of you for Chunkita and we oh. were like in that park <laughs> and I was just like, so mad because i was like oh you brought me to a literal park full of children and i'm in that belly cut out leotard and the fucking park security came over and was like we're just making sure everything you're doing is okay over here i was like Ugh. <laughs> and i don't typically like to work like that it was just that was the that's s- just what that was that was that's what that was My, giving that day. me running around in heels sinking into grass Like holding on to palm trees. If you're listening to this and you have not seen the Chunkita video, go look it up. It's a bop. The song is a bop. The song is a bop. Oh, okay. And (laughs) is in it. And he is a prostitute. And (laughs) hi. Um, Oh, one more thing I wanted to say before we do what we are actually doing today, which is advice, is uh, I am doing a concert as a part of the digital drag fest that PEG is doing on stageit.com. Did you know this? I have upcoming shows as well. I will be doing Cat Sass's Goddess show. It's a digital theme show. It's going to be funny. And then on 420, I will be in the Drag Queen merch show on dragqueenmerch.com. Yes, with Bible. With Bible and Marta Bichu and oh. Lucy Stool. All the divas. Okay, mm-hmm. so my show is Sunday, April 26th at 6 p.m. Pacific time, and that's 9 p.m. Eastern time. 
and I'm going to do a concert in my living room. And it is probably going to be me sitting at a computer, like yelling into a laptop for 30 minutes. But I think it'll be cute. You're not going to do a pre-record? I can't. Oh, you can't. It no, has to be live. It has to be live. So I'm going to figure out, I would like to like hold a mic and rap into the mic. I'm working on like the tech stuff uh, and I'm going to try to figure all that out. But I think it's going to be cute. I'm working on it. I think it'll it. be good. And I've even sold some tickets, which I know you probably can't believe. Your face is shot. I have, in fact, sold some tickets. Eating better is easy with Factors Delicious ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian-approved, and ready to eat in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. When my fridge is stocked with Factor meals, I'm like, oh, baby, I don't have to think about this. Mm -hmm. Like, it is so nice. The combinations are so good. I am a meat eater, but the vegetable options, there are so many. Like, I remember I had like a, it was like a mushroom with pasta and like a cauliflower rice. And I was like, the mushroom is filling. Like, there's plenty of uh, portion, there's plenty of vegetable, and there's plenty of flavor. And I am usually sort of not a microwave person. Mm -hmm. Very cool that this quality of food can just be heated up in the microwave. And so fast. I also love it because I am a, a very much into ordering delivery. I and know. now having all the food there, I can kind of pick what I want and it's ready in two minutes. I don't have to wait an hour for stuff to get delivered. And these are way healthier options than ordering delivery. Completely. And when they have multiple things in them, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, if I cook for myself, all I'm going to eat is the biggest bowl of pasta you've ever seen in your life. But this is oh, like, yeah. you get a little pasta and the chicken and a vegetable all in one dish. Looking for gourmet meals try meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon shrimp truffle butter broccolini and asparagus and factor meals eliminate the hassle of prepping cooking or cleaning up all you got to do is heat up and savor the good stuff customize your weekly meals with the flexibility to get as much or as little as you need pause to reschedule deliveries that suit your lifestyle and we're celebrating earth day all month long with factor look out for the earth month eats badge on the menu items for their lowest carbon footprint meals head to factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 and use code sloppy seconds 50 to get 50 percent off your first box plus 20% off your next box. That's code sloppy seconds 50 at factormeals.com slash sloppy seconds 50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next box while your subscription is active. That's a sleigh, baby. Listen, ticket sales don't mean there's bodies in the room. You know, that could have been favors from friends. <laughs> That's fine. Um, I only know this because I asked, I bought a ticket to see Fina Barbital's show and then completely forgot that it was like in the middle of the day. Oh, uh, so you didn't even and, like see missed it. it. And I was like, well, whatever. At least she got some money from it. Yeah, at least she got her $2.50 from that. Ooh, ah, <laughs> um, <laughs> you got to get your vibrato. Uh, Oh, you know what I'm going to have Anna tag on to one of these episodes one day is your Hanukkah number where you sing with vibrato. Well, when we're still in <laughs> this isolation this Christmas, we'll just, or sorry, this Hanukkah for the Jews out there. Thank you. 
Thank from you. A, from my good Judy's. From my good Judy's. Next year, I promise I'll be more fish. If you promise, you'll jack off on my tits. Hanukkah, Hini, I want your cut dick up in my butt. So what? Circumcised are the best. Hanukkah, Hini, so hurry up and do me tonight. Um, okay, so we're going to move on to a segment which we are calling Bad Advice from, from Two, two. Daddy. No, I had a whole... Do you remember oh, the sorry. board game called Don't Wake Daddy? No. Really? No. I'm young. <laughs> well, the theme, the, the they sang it, Don't Wake Daddy. So my, my idea was Bad Advice from Two, two Fatties. fatties. Yeah, exactly. Bad advice from too fatty. <laughs> okay, why don't you read the first question? The first question is... Hi, Dipper and Meaty. My name's Logan with an E. Don't get it. Twist it. First of all, Logan with an A is how it's spelled. <laughs> from St. Pete, Florida. Since we're in quarantine and y'all normally make us all hungry as fuck with food break, could y'all maybe share a comfort food recipe that's helping you get through this lonely time? Love the pod. You both are so very entertaining, and I thank you. And a heart emoji. I like, and I thank you. And I thank you. And I thank you. Um, Putanesca? I made one of those a couple days ago. We've been really hitting the chili hard, because you could just throw it all in a pot. Oh. Do you have a slow cooker? No. Mm. We have, like, Dutch oven. We do have a slow cooker, (laughs) but we haven't cooked it in that. Oh, Dutch oven is a real thing? And then the slang is for farts? For farting. Got it. Did you not know what it Oh, yeah. You're not like really a cook. So what have you been doing? I, 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 I've been cooking. Um, yeah. Uh, here's what I've been doing. I, I'm not really one for like cooking like recipes, but mm-hmm. I have been preparing really good meals. You like, know how to heat a lot of things up. Together. Yes. And I, sho- mm-hmm. I shopped really, really well. Like the other night I had... Um, like uh, a pesto pasta salad that I made, uh, turkey meatballs. They were frozen, uh, but I re- heated those up with um, green beans. And then I had a bag of frozen French fries that I also made. So I had like a really nice meal. Yesterday, I made a whole bunch of sauteed vegetables and like Israeli couscous. And I, I would say a really easy go-to thing that tastes good but uh, is easy to make and is also good for you is I pretty much every other day I'll roast a big old sweet potato with garlic and ginger. I was just about to say, well, I was going to say for easy comfort foods, I was like mashed potatoes and gravy. It's Mm -hmm. so easy to make and it's hard to fuck up. And it's just so it feels good. Yeah. Mashed potatoes, gravy. If you could get your hands on a whole chicken, just roast it up. Just stick it in a Dutch oven or an El Paso. I always have a really hard time with chicken because I, like, when is it done? Because sometimes it feels done, but it looks a little pink. You don't have a a stick thermometer? I do not. We have to get one of those. I mean, otherwise it's just going to dry out because you want to keep it moist, baby. Right. And so I always, my chicken is always dry because otherwise it looks pink and I'm like, it's not done. I don't want to eat that well, cooked chicken. You could also do like the spatchcock, I think it's called, where you like 
rip out its spine and break its breastbone and then lay lay it out flat. Oh, diva. And then it cooks more evenly. Anyway, I say mashed potatoes. I think I think anything that's like oh and and if you like there's really good and very simple recipes for like mac and cheese. Oh yeah, totally. And that no, always feels great. I mean, it's not healthy, but I made mac and cheese, but I you fucked it up. Well, I didn't use milk. What did you use? Flour Al- and water? Almond milk? Oh, see, that's the thing is that you need the fat from the actual milk. Right. So and so it milk was is better. so watery. It was just like water. It was very gross. I keep running into that because everything I'm eating is like vegan. So what should I, what, if I have a package of mac and cheese in the cupboard? Oat milk. But what if, what if I don't have that? What, you have butter? I have butter, oil, and water. You can mix. You don't got coconut milk? Or anything? No. Coconut cream? You can mix, like, a lot of butter and some water to get the right fat content and then add some flour or cornstarch to thicken it up. Okay, you really are a cook. Or if you had... Here's the other thing. If you have cream cheese, <gasps> you can use that because it melts down. Whoa. And it'll keep everything all super creamy. That's really good. Also, Tofuti has like a fake cream cheese that acts like the same. Can we talk really about good. those Tofuti ice cream sandwiches? Oh, I don't eat those. Those are so good. I get a peanut butter and raspberry jelly. I'm sure they are, but I don't like when the cookie sticks to your fingers and then you gotta like bite it off and then it's all in your teeth and then it's all gross. Put it on a plate, eat it with a fork. Put it on a plate, eat it with a fork. Put it on a plate, eat it with a fork. Put it on a plate, eat it with a fork. How about we take the next question? Hey, fucks. I'll keep it short and simple. I'm 24 and like Big Dipper, I'm also a late bloomer. Recently, I found the perfect guy I'd bought him for and I need to prepare. Well, you got plenty of time. Uh, <laughs> what's your guys's procedure when it comes to bottoming and what tips can you give me? Love the show. Stay safe. By the way, I intend on riding dick till this quarantine is mess is over. Oh, I don't. I, this probably is. By the way, I, I don't, don't intend, intend on, on riding, riding dick, dick until dick. this okay. quarantine messes. Good over. for you. Stay inside. Well, Dipper doesn't have a bottom. So let me tell you, there's okay. Now there's two. Oh, my neighbors just opened their window. They're staring at me. There's two ways you can <laughs> They're uh, they're gonna get a full show later. Um, there's the quick way, which is if you have one of those ball douches, the ones with like the uh, mm. squirting end, like the bulb that you squeeze. Yeah. Um, it's called a bulb syringe. A bulb syringe. There's like a there's you could do like a five minute one where you fill that up with like half warm water, and like just shoot like you small put a amounts of salt in it, right? No. <laughs> just kidding. You don't put anything in it, just warm water. And if you're using a fleet, just like pour it out. But only use like half of the bulb up you and then shoot it out and then do that three or four times until. And that's just going to clean the lower part of your colon. But if you want to do like the full thing, then fill the bulb up all the way and shoot very firmly up into yourself and hold it in and like jump around and do that until the water comes clean. But that one can that way, like will take 45 minutes. Like and he, you might shoot yourself up the butt like four or five or six or seven times, depending on how rough you think you're going to get. I will also say the few times that I have done this process in my life, it took a long time for me. Mm-hmm. And I would say it is something you have to get used to. So now yes. is a perfect time to practice. So like, like if you're like, hey, you know, I'm feeling it tonight. 
why don't you practice douching and literally then shove something up there and see and and get into a rhythm where you feel really comfortable so that like if someone texts you at three in the afternoon is like, hey, let's fuck tonight. You can run home and you are really comfortable with your douching process, especially if you are just beginning. Because part of the even even on days when I like had the urge to maybe let someone fuck me. That I go, happened? Yes, of course. Ooh, baby. Uh, I always go like, oh, but I don't really know how to douche very well and it'll take a whole thing and blah, blah, blah. So even if you don't actively do it, I would recommend like getting into the process of doing it. So when the, when the, when the, the dong comes a knocking, you can get to rocking. Yeah, because it's, it's, it really is. And a lot of people say this and are stupid and bad because they usually shit on people, but it's knowing your body. Like you can kind of, you just know the sensation of when there's still like a little bit of water in you or like, if there's still more that's going to come out, like you'll start, you'll learn to feel it the more you do it, but don't do it too much. Cause it'll dry out your fucking walls. Them sugar walls. You want to read this next one? I peeps. So I don't need advice, but I thought you would want to read a wild story. Oh God. It's long. I used to live in a <laughs> squat about eight years ago, which is an abandoned building that we would reside in such as a factory or an old office space. It's totally legal. If you do it right. How is Me it? All- how do you do it? Right. <laughs> I think there's ways to do squatters like, rights. Squatters rights. Okay. I one of my old roommates was a squatter. Me and all my friends would put on drum and bass jungle raves. They were always insane. Everyone was doing ketamine, Mandy, Molly, Charlie, cocaine, LSD, 2CI, 2CB, and everyone was either dancing or fucking. This building was like six stories tall and there would be DJs on most floors and God knows what else. What were all anyway, those drugs? I've never heard of I've I've never heard of 2CI or 2CB. Let's look it up. That sounds like a boy band. 2CB two, two 2CB two is a psychedelic drug of the 2C family. What is 2C? 2C. It's the 2C it's the 2C shuffle. Drake's new song. A, ho- a hallucinogenic stimulant. Huh? Sounds like you would enjoy it. I don't think I would like psychedelics. And who calls Molly Mandy? And who calls Cocaine Charlie? I like that. That's a fun. Let's go do some Charlie in the bathroom. Did you ever? You've never done cocaine, right? Never done drugs in my life. Uh, anyway. Wait, you used to smoke weed. <laughs> this building was like all. Uh, anyway, one night we were all doing. All doing bear lots of mandy and as you may or may oh not know, this guy's hold on really this guy's from london so i think this is all like uk slang anyway one night we were all doing bear lots of mandy and as you may know as you may or may not know it makes you really horny so i'm there making out with this guy and then the mandy really kicks in i took a lot and would start tripping out for a few seconds i was really feeling it and it was like, let me suck your cock to this dude. And he was like, fuck yeah. Another thing that happens when you're on Mandy is that your jaw will clench. And your jaw will clench a lot. And you grind your teeth. Known as gurning. Known as gurning. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so basically, I was sucking this guy's cock. And I start visual and audio tripping hard and lose touch with the reality. And for a few moments before I was... get up, I lose touch with the reality. For a few moments before I get woken out of that state by this guy screaming, get the fuck off me cock. Just you just bit me. Oh, my God. 
I didn't realize what I had done until the next day. That guy was gone quick time. But yeah, I had gurned on his cock for like a good five or six seconds. I never saw him again. But I know a friend of a friend, and apparently he still talks about it to this day. Anyway, I love you two. Stay safe, Alan. P.S. This might be a little risque to say on the pod, but I thought you would like to read it anyway. <laughs> P.S.S. I'm from London, so I translated some words in case you don't understand me. Oh, yeah. And then his email address, which I won't say. Anal hog. Oh. Yeah. There, no, it's anal hog. And then there's some numbers at, you know, whatever. So it's. But I like that his email address is anal hog. I okay. I have been in the situation where I've done so much cocaine that I can't stop grinding my teeth. Well, but that's gurning. He said he was on Molly, and now Molly makes you super horny. But I thought when you were on Molly, you couldn't get hard. Like Girl. I thought that was like the the downfall was that like you were super horny and really touchy, but then like couldn't get hard. Two CBI. Anyway, thanks for the story, Diva. Hello, Divas and Dipper Teen Tug Jelly. Gelatinous, gelatinous boy. boy uh my boyfriend and i've been dating for two years now it's his are... happy birthday congrats uh-huh. on turning 35 you old 53. fat three my boyfriend and i've been dating for two years now we are long distance i guess you'd say he lives in the ie we love the inland empire we when this is over let's take a field trip to the inland empire and see what it's about <laughs> He lives in the IE and I live in San Diego, but I take the train to see him every weekend, which has recently been rough with Miss Rona going around. I digress. He is a huge stoner. He lives lives to be high. He works at a dispo now, and it has recently shown that he loves the green stuff. Oh, dispensary. I, however, do not like it as much. It burns my throat and lungs and makes me paranoid as fuck. Eat it. Oh, don't do it then. Paranoid, right. So before you say you haven't you haven't tried the right strain, uh, know that I've tried plenty. It's annoying having to take breaks for his smoking, dabbing, and vaping. I make jokes out of the situation, and he takes it to heart because he loves the stuff even more now that it pays his bills. Can a stoner and a non-stoner stay together, or is this disconnect going to grow? Any similar experiences? Thanks, y'all, and stay safe in these streets. Thoughts? I think there's two things at play here. And it's that one, you're not around him a lot. And so when you are around him, you probably want him to be like just himself, not on weed. Like you feel like there's a thing. So you're not around him a lot. And then when you do and he's still smoking weed, you're like, ugh, but I want to be around the real you. But like, I don't know. If it changes him enough, if it's enough, if it's enough of an issue that you're emailing us and asking us about it, I think you need to like talk to him and just be like, listen, I don't think it's fair. Or like, maybe you could decide to smoke just at night. Yeah. I mean, the question wasn't necessarily about his personality. It was about like, I hate taking breaks for him to like get high and do whatever. But like, I don't understand the idea of taking a break for it because I get high and do things. So it sounds like. He's getting high and then not doing stuff, which is a different. But I mean, yeah. I guess if it's just like, oh, hold on a second. I'm just going to smoke weed. How long is it taking him to smoke weed? Yeah. So, I mean, if if that's the case, it's obviously a big problem for you. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think talking about it. I One of my really good friends does a lot of charlie and mandy and you know all all those drugs we were just talking about but the interesting thing about him is when he does these drugs it doesn't 
I don't feel like he's different or it changes the way that we interact with one another. And often I can't even tell. Like sometimes if he gets drunk, I can kind of tell. But like he holds it really well. And so we have absolutely no issue. But there are other people that I interact with when they're high, I can tell they're high. And then Mm -hmm. I just go like, oh, I'm not going to talk to you about anything serious right now because you can't process this. So I think there are some people who like really do smoke all day and it has no, like it helps them inside, but it doesn't, it doesn't fuck with their relationships. I don't think that this is like a real issue. I mean, I still, I I feel like the opposite. I feel feel like like it's a huge issue. Well, I think it's a huge issue if he doesn't like recognize that he doesn't like him smoking and doesn't make any changes or anything. Yeah. I mean, from this letter to me, it's clear you hate that he smokes weed and you want him to stop. And so it does feel like a big compatibility issue. I think it's not a big issue that, that your boyfriend smokes all day. You just have to take him for who he is. Yeah. And if you don't like who he is, honey, don't get on that train, honey. Okay. This next one is about your, um, uh, medical, uh, advice. They need it. My medical advice. Yes. Hi, Big Dipper and Meatball. I need some advice. I'm 39 weeks pregnant with my second son and desperate for labor to start. How would you advise I bring on labor? Lots of love, Lauren in the UK. Here's what I would say. Anal. Right? Aren't you supposed to... Wait, aren't you... If a lady is having trouble popping that baby out... I saw this in a movie once. Don't you just fuck her? Doesn't that induce labor? Because she's all... I yeah, mean, I don't know. It causes the contractions to start cammy. I don't know that it's necessarily fucking, but I do think like sexual arousal. Girl, so, get you one of them magic wands and just take care of it yourself. If you're so pregnant that the idea of like mounting a man or having a man mount you feels psychotic, bend over. Just get someone to play with that. Huh. Yes. Yeah. You say. I'm going to lay up in bed and pull the sheets over me and look at pictures of uh, uh, Antonio at- Banderas, <laughs> and you can eat this munch munch. Okay, next letter. Hope you're well. Antonio's Banderas made me gay. Continue. <laughs> Hope you're both well, and I love your podcast. Here are three questions. Meatball, when you inevitably go on Dragula All Sharts, who would you not want to see there? Uh, any of them. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I don't know. If, I don't really, who would I not want to see there? Uh, probably, I wouldn't want to see like Vander or, um, or, or Bit. I wouldn't want to see any of the winners because they already won and there would be no chance for me to make it. Right. Um, this says Dipper, if they did a fag race that just had guys doing shit, which sounds like a very boring show. Uh, what challenges would you love to do? Uh, my answer would be like the musical challenge where I could like write something, record the audio, and then perform it. A musical challenge, I think you would do good at a wet t-shirt contest. Yes. I don't think, uh, I don't think like making a look. I have very bad fashion. Making sense. a look would be hard. Yeah. That would send you home for yeah. sure. And shoes. I've... Shoes would be mad. People would hate those. Shoes? Yeah, people would hate your shoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, because they'd be Crocs. Uh, have either of you ever been as far as even decided to use... Want to do a look more like? What? What does that say? Have either of you ever been as far 
as even deciding to go want to look more like? Have either of you ever <laughs> been as far as even decided, decided to, to use go, go use go what, what to do look to more do like. look more like? Who do you want to look more like? This is wrong. do you want to look more like me or should I look more like you? Mm. Neither. I don't uh, have a bald spot. But this person Jake in the UK sent his butt. It's a nice butt. That's this, a butt. This is a twink butt. So this is for you. That's a twink butt. Hey y'all. First of all, I love the show. I love sucking dick. But I have been having trouble swallowing lately. When I first started sucking dick, I was the swallow bitch. And with age, swallowing isn't as fun as it used to be. I am very much in love with a man who I wish I could swallow more. But it's lacking luster. Any tips or tricks to swallow more? Is it normal to not want to swallow all the time? And when did you start swallowing? Thank you so much. And I hope y'all are having a safe quarantine. This is from a woman, by the way. Oh. Which I love because I feel like there's this like unfair stereotype that straight women who give head like don't like swallowing. But she doesn't like. She wants to, but she doesn't. She's having trouble with it, but she loves sucking dick and she wants to swallow. I mean, who cares, right? Unless the guy's like, oh, please swallow it. Like, no one's forcing you to swallow it. Right. You could just let him come in your mouth and then, like, do the porn star thing and just, like, spit it out. Or, like, let it dribble down your your chin and be like, oh, yeah, and, like, let him slap you with it. I used to hate swallowing. It burns my throat. I used to be like, this? How is this even possible? This tastes disgusting. Why would you ever want ejaculate in your mouth? And now I'm like, dick big. Oh, some got on the floor. <laughs> That's me with blue cheese. At first, I was like, ugh, never. And now I'm like, ooh, give it to me on the floor. You're like, sprinkle it over my puttanesque. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, I no one's unless they're asking you to specifically. Maybe don't. Uh, there's a few things. Or swallow I, a little. Uh. I have a, there are a few things that personally apply to me. One, I think I started uh, not minding the taste as like my palate, like as it became older, as I matured my palate. Two, I like swallowing on my own terms. I think there's a thing, you know, like when, when you're talking about dick sucking, like oftentimes the guy will like want to hold your head down. And some people hate that. I like my head being held down. But when it comes to the swallowing moment, I need to be in control or else I'll feel like I'm gagging. Uh. So it needs to be like on my own terms. And mm-hmm. I, maybe if you like sort of take a mental inventory of like what you like or don't like about the experience, you can like maybe if all of the um, factors are correct, you'll be like, oh, I want to swallow this cum. T. Just a thought. Just a thought. Wait, we um, never took a break. Let's take a break, and we'll be back with a radio play that I wrote. No, we still have more questions. Yeah, but it's already been an hour. No, it hasn't. Oh. Do-la-do-do, forever (laughs) dog. Okay, we're back. We're back. Let's do like two more questions. I like this one. Dear Big Dipper and Meatball, I'm a queer woman with a queer boyfriend who's interested in getting pegged by me. 
for the first time. Yeah. I'm looking for advice on a good beginner sized dick would be for this experience. Since I do not often use toys or strap-ons. We're looking for a good time, diva. Love the podcast. I want to let you know that you're killing it without studio access. Much love. Yes. Come on, Camille. Thank you, Thank Camille. You. Um, Are we supposed to be saying their names? I think we said that it would be anonymous. Who said that? Didn't we say that? I never oh, said well. that. Camille, what you're going to need to do to <laughs> shove it up your man's tongue? <laughs> Who said that? I think a beginner size, like, okay, I mean, ask it, like, try to sh- shove three fingers up there or ask him to shove three fingers up there and see if that's too much. Right. And that's going to give you the girth that you need. Because you might just need, like, a simple, I would say, a simple, like, five or six incher, unless he's, like, begging to get his insides beat up. Right. Just start and with, I like, would... a six inch medium width, like, look for, like, a not a beginner, but something just a little bit over that. Because he's going to ease into it. And here's the thing. Don't, like, they sell small toys. I wouldn't go too small because yeah. then you're just like, what's happening? Like, literally get, get like, a good medium-sized toy because you don't have to put it all the way in, but then you have the ability to do so. But I think Meatball's right about girth. Like, don't go too wide too fast. Yeah. Because that's where it's going to get you. Right. And I also think, I mean, pegging him is great. You do have to, like, have a strap on and do all of that to, like, do the actual, like, fucking with when you thrust from your hips. So I would maybe, like, first fuck him while you're holding the toy. And then maybe you could put the toy in him and, like, bump up against him. But, like, investing in a fucking harness and a strap on and a rig, like, that can be expensive. So... Make sure he likes it first before yeah. you like fully strap up with all the gear. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just a mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, oh God. But so it's your turn gross. to ask a question. I know, I'm just choosing one. Okay, this one has crystal method in it. So I'm sorry, crystal meth. Oh, I like her. Okay. Uh, hello, Big Dipper and Meatball. First of all, love you both. You two make my heart smile and my asshole clinch. Clinch? That's not the right word. <laughs> nope. <laughs> at all at the same time. I'm currently going through a separation with my husband. Turns out I'm a lying, cheating son of a bitch. I know in 2020, oh, no. how original. We were married for a year, together for two. I know. Oh, gag. No. But somewhere along the lines, I realized I love this man, but wasn't in love with him. Uh I genuinely care and have love for him, but find myself searching for something else. Not as in another man to fill my hole. There's scruff and growler and grinder for that. I find myself searching for a better man within myself. I don't know what that means. As of lately, he wants to get fucked again. I've been searching for my passion, which turns out is hair. I I feel. (laughs) I feel I've come to terms with myself and my past mistakes. However, I miss my husband or what I like to call lifelong friend. He won't talk to me. I fucked him over pretty good. Um, Tootie, which is not his real name. If you're listening to this, come pick up your mail. That shit is piling up and it's just rude. Oh my God. Okay. Oh no. (laughs) So what would your best. This isn't the way to apologize to Tootie. (laughs) Yeah, this is, this is throwing Tootie under the bus. So what would your best advice on moving on be? Or should I just reach out to him and force a civil conversation 
Also, he's blocked me on everything. Also, he's a crystal meth addict. Also, his communication skills are just shit. But like he has the biggest heart. Maybe I need some advice on getting help. Well, See, at the beginning of this, I thought you were the messy one. Well, he says he was messy that he lied and cheated. I don't know. You two queens seem to have it all down to hit me with your best advice. Listen, sometimes things end for a reason. What you can do about his mail is from this point forward, you can go on uh, USPS.com. You can pay $1 and have his mail forwarded from your house to his, just his stuff, not yours. To sometimes you're just it's you'd never get the closure that you think that you want or need, and it's just you gotta just move forward, right? Especially and if you fuck this guy really over really bad, you can't just call him and force a conversation. You can try to call him and force like an apology on him, but if he's blocked you on everything, I, it's clear that he's not ready to deal with you. If you want to say something to him that is an apology, that is truly you wanting to apologize and not you wanting to apologize so that he talks to you, Mm -hmm. then I would write that actual apology that it has to be a genuine and real apology. I would hand write it in a letter and I would- Mail it to your address (laughs) and then it'll get forwarded to him. Yes, or I'm sure you and Tootie have mutual friends and you could probably get the letter to someone that could get it to Tootie. Maybe his crystal meth dealer, who knows? But ah. <laughs> um, you have to understand that it can be so painful for him. Like he doesn't owe you anything. And, um, you know, I'm glad you've got hair to do and, and, and to dive into all of that. But uh, you, like you have to take responsibility for how you behaved and how you behave could be like the final ending to that relationship. Also, to be perfectly honest, uh, I wouldn't jump back into someone who's an addict. I would jump into trying to get them help. Yes. I Yeah. Also, I wasn't making light of the fact that this person is a crystal meth addict. but I was. Definitely, like, fi- make sure that he's doing well. But there's a way that you can check on someone if they're see if they're doing well and, like, be good with that from a distance without having to talk to them. Like, you can have closure without having actual closure. Yeah, closure via social distance. Ooh. All right, and now we're going to take a break, and then when we come back, we're taking another break, even though we just took one. We don't need to take a break. You could just intro the segment. Okay, this segment is called Radio Play, in which <laughs> apparently at the end of the last episode, I didn't listen to it. I said that I was going to be doing a radio play, and so we I- We said we were going to switch it up. Switch it up, honey. <laughs> and so I wrote a rainy on play. It stars Big Dipper, and he will be playing himself. I, he apparently thinks it's an attack on him. I think I've p- portrayed him as a very good and kind person. Uh-huh. And uh, th- I guess that's it for that. Should we get into the radio play portion? Yes, we're going to start the radio play. And a big shout-out to our producer, Anna, who uh, has... Uh, added some sound design and background noises uh, to help really transport you into this world. And let me tell you, this world is a doozy. Hey, sexy, what's going on? Not much, just working. Wow, thanks for the reply, man. Not many people ever respond to me. Oh, why? I think it's my milky eye. Anyway, what kind of work do you do? 
I do a lot of things for work. I'm a producer, an actor, director, podcaster, actor, dancer, model. I call people at weird hours and talk too much to them. I run bookings for an extremely talented and gorgeous drag queen with the smile of an angel and the heart of a sociopath. And I'm a white rapper. What do you do? Oh, and by the way, I like your milky eye. It's sexy. Oh, cool. Yeah, I just work in IT. I have been for the last 30 years since I got back from the war. Oh, yeah. I saw your profile said you were a vet. I assumed animals. No, a war vet from 1942 Hakbalahap Rebellion, a rebellion staged by the former Hakbalahap soldiers against the Philippine government. I'm into fisting. Can I shove my ham hock in your old hole? Here, I sent you my location and instructions to get into my apartment. You can open it in this attachment. Oh, wow. I didn't even know you could do that on here. Yes, I may be 83 with a milky eye and a war-rattled brain, but I've become quite familiar with the internet. Here's a link to my TikTok. Great. I'll watch these while I pack my fisting go bag. See you in 20 minutes. I got the Crisco, the gloves, the garlic. Okay, great. I'm heading over. Hold on, I'm coming. Oh, hello, Big Dipper. Huh. Huh? You just... Uh, you just don't look like your pictures. Uh, do a spin. Um, maybe it's my wrist brace? Everyone says they barely recognize me when I wear it. No, it's not that. I've been working out a lot recently, primarily in my shoulders and my neck. Oh, no. Oh, you know what it is? It's the beaded cornrows and a bald spot combo. I don't remember seeing that in the pictures. Well, you're here and my rump is ready for a roasting, so follow me. Oh, did you remember to bring the garlic? Yeah, I can't wait to get my chubby little Sasha's fingies all cramped up in your colon slot. Oh, wow. What a lovely and affordable looking North Hollywood apartment you have. Hey, what's that sound? Oh, that's my peg leg. I got her in the old Bahalap Rebellion War. Anyway, here's my room. Why don't you make your neck, shoulders, and bald spot comfortable over there? Have you ever heard of an Ouroboros? The lights in the sky? No, that's the Aurora Borealis. I'm talking about the Aurora Boris, the ancient Greek symbol. You know, the snake eating itself. It means oneness with life and death, a full circle, beginning and end. Oh, you know, sometimes I get hungry and start eating my arm. It's why I started wearing a wrist brace. It's like a cone for dogs, but for me and my big old chunky grab grabs. Okay, enough about your big old chunky (laughs) I'm ready to be at peace with the world, and I'd like you to make a full circle in me. Excuse me? I'm going to take out my dentures, and I want you to insert one arm up my stank hole and one in my gullet, and keep pushing until they touch inside me. Then, only then, will I ever feel complete. Oh, I didn't know that was possible. I mean, I'm down, I guess. Let me just tie back my beaded braids, and I'll grab the garlic. Great. I'll assume the position. I assume you understand once we begin, we can never go back until the deed is complete. This means a new start for us. Like at the end of Cats, when Jennifer Hudson floats away in a giant hot air balloon with a giant chandelier on it. 
No matter what I say or do, I would prefer you to keep forcing your swollen baseball mitts further and further into a full Ouroboros is reached. Deal. Well, here, take this garlic and let's begin. Oh, wow. I didn't even notice you have hooks for hands. Is that from the war again? No. Diabetes. Ah, ah, ah. Uh, uh, <sighs> 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 I think I'm close. I can almost do it. Oh, I should have taken the wrist brace off. My neck and shoulders are so strong. I almost got it. I'm doing it. They're touching. They're touching. Oh, what happened? Oh my God. Why am I in a giant poppy field? Why is everything so different what is all this bright shiny everything up until now had been all different shades of gray but now i can see there is more than just black and white and gray there are so many um um colors a word i just invented and never had a meaning before this moment wow all these poppies have such a wonderful color and look, a road of bricks, and it too is of color. And look, little tiny people are walking toward me, and they're all colored too. Oh, and look, Meatball is walking down the path. He's the most colored of all the colored people. Let me just get up to get his attention. Whoa, whoa. I never had that much trouble standing up. Oh my god. I have a ruby red peg leg to be continued wow i wonder what's gonna happen next week oh me too wait are you okay wait are you writing i'm writing a separate i'm writing a a separate separate radio radio play yeah. So is we'll there, do we can do them in installments or we we'll just see what you know we're going to feel it out. We're going to see we're what We're going to feel it out. We're going to see if people like that. <laughs> Here's hoping. Um okay, so thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds this week. We were excited to do one just the two of us and we did that. So thanks for writing in with all of your advice questions. If you want to keep on emailing us with questions, send it all to sloppysecondspod at gmail.com. If you want to call in and leave a fuck story, go ahead and call 213-536-9180. And you can follow us at Sloppy Pod on Instagram. I'm Big Dipper Jelly on everything. Meatball is Spiciest Meatball on Instagram. And Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter. And don't forget to subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, you stupid little fucks. Thank you. We love you. doodle doo doo Forever. Now. Sloppy Seconds with Big Dipper and Meatball is a Forever Dog podcast. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Brett Boehm, and Alex Ramsey. Our logo art was drawn by Christian Cimarron. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey. Forever. Forever.